The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. up what is up vinyl divers i'm your host for tonight for today whenever you're listening to this i'm dropping a whole bunch of them right now uh for real no joke on that one i'm your host anthony mullen and this is james cody this is james cody as you guys can hear he is calling in and he is actually playing live. You can find him on social media and on the web at Challenge. At Challenge Reps on Twitter. There you uh, go. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, I don't even know what I am on Instagram, but uh, yeah. I know it's... James.co.xo. Dude. Dude, so right now I'm calling you. I, I'm sitting here. It's a Sunday afternoon. I'm sitting here like, man, everyone's quarantined bit, pretty much. Uh, I was like, you know what? I want to have you. Ca- I want to have you call in for an impromptu vinyl divers. Let's talk some music from from our youth. <clears throat> and you actually call me ready with a FaceTime. So guys, he's actually FaceTiming me, and Jay is currently playing this music that you're hearing live. He's got this wicked setup. I was kind of jealous. I know uh, Chris from uh, several other of the podcasts used to call up Anthony here. And just as soon as he picks up, he's like, hello. And he just rocks out for like half an hour, just straight fresh tunes. So uh, I figured I'd give him a look at that. Dude, I was definitely not expecting this. And I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. Let me go get this hooked up because I'm going to record all of this. So that's actually what we got going right now. Uh, I figure I want to start talking, and instead of trying to like go deep diving on an album or not, but let's talk some music from high school because you and me were really big, I mean, best friends all through high school, and I think we really bonded as a friendship through music, from chorus to going to concerts. So, uh, what was some of the first for? Uh, what was your some of your first journeys into music? What kind of music were you first interested growing up? Yeah, I remember uh, when we first got into like going to concerts with choir and everything. And I just remember the environment at the choral events. You know, just everyone was just chill. Like we were there for a purpose, and it was music, and everyone there understood music, so it just it felt natural. So I was just always drawn to places where people 
people all felt the same, all thought the same. So music was instantly a place that I could just like, you know, confide in there. Like ska music and punk music, all those types of people seem to have the same problems, same thoughts. So like automatically just fit right in there. So and like we happen to have the same taste. So like mm-hmm. obviously we got along real well and stuck in choir and shit together. Oh, yeah. Uh let's let's talk let's talk some music from high school. Uh let's try let's try and just jump back and let's see think about some of the music you used to listen to. What's one album that when I say Niagara Wheatfield, what album comes to mind? Uh Homesick, my fucking my day to remember for some reason. Very nice. Dude, I love that album. It's a good one. I remember first listening to it, I think, at Lockport in high school. Who introduced you to Day to Remember? Uh, I think that ended up being, like, after... I ended up, like, coming to them post-hardcore. So, like, I mean, they're, they're a little softer, they're a little more poppy, like pop-punk, I guess you'd say. So, like, I got to them after, like, White Chapel and Job for a Cowboy, but... I don't know. I, like, at first, I wasn't into any of that. I was just listening to what everyone else was listening to, just catching the vibe. Like, what was what, what everyone else hearing right now? What, what's flowing through their brains? Well, see, I know that you've always, whenever, as our friendship, we've always uh, had a very common interest in punk. And then I know I started dating Allie, and she had an interest in hardcore and heavier bands. And for whatever reason, you and me never, we never talked or went to hardcore shows in early in high school. You didn't bring me into that scene probably until like junior year, I think, to see for today. So how did yeah. you, how did you come into hardcore? Uh, like I said, like just hanging out with people and listening to what they're listening to. I ended up at a show or two and like, I just, as soon as I got there, I just, I felt it. I got down with it. Everyone there was just feeling the same thing. Like, I ended up getting pushed into the pit. I got kicked to the ground, and the dude that's healed kicked me in the back of the cranium. His hand was the first one when I fucking opened my eyes and looked up. So, I don't know, I just felt right. Everyone there was taking care of each other, even though they were beating shit out of each other. It's just like, all right, whatever, just let loose. Fuck yeah, let's do this shit. Dude, definitely. I miss I miss being in the pit. Uh, I went when me and Chris went to Warp Tour last year, or the the last one that they did at Darien. The, I think there was one pit that I attempted to run into, and I was like, "No, nah, fuck that!" I jumped out of that shit. It's not for me anymore, man. Not for me. Uh, what was your favorite concert back in back in uh, high school? No, better yet, favorite pit back in high school. And what venue? Probably the time me and Tim Busy went to see for today at Extreme Wheels. And like we we went outside. They played like two sets. There was like an opener, them, a break, and then them again. And we went outside and went and saw him and talked to him. Like Maddie, the lead singer, and then went back in there and it was just like all I remember is getting fucking caked in the face with some dude with big black Timberlands and 
just getting tossed around, being out of breath, and then like trying to figure out how to hide the smell of the cigarette from my mom when she came to pick me up. Oh my god, dude! I remember those days waiting at X Wheels outside. Uh, I'll never forget. Me and Steve had to get there from home to Buffalo within about a half hour. And we're at Steve's house. I go, Steve, how are we getting to Buffalo in time? Like, we're going to be late. He goes, no, we'll get there. We got there in about 20 minutes. I don't know how it happened. But, man, I miss X-Wheels. I got to see, didn't we see, was it for today and straight from the path? Or what was it, uh, it was Texas in July. Uh, yeah, we saw Texas in July there. That was fun. Oh my god, that felt like being inside a massive machine. Oh my god, that was un- I was like being commanded to mosh. Like every stomp and fucking flail of the arm was just not my own. Dude, I that, that, they they are masters of metal. Texas in July, definitely intense. Uh it. We saw Texas in July, and then um, dude, I'm just telling you, I miss X Wheels. I'm really sad that I wasn't that was aware one, that, that was one of the best venues around here. I'm really sad that I wasn't aware of when it closed because I would have loved to have been there for like one of the last shows. Uh, I don't even remember what it was. I just remember moving to Buffalo and be like, "Oh, I'm in Buffalo. Hey, I'm going to shows again. Where's X Wheels?" And it's like, "No, that shit's closed." It's like, "Oh, damn it!" But I will say. Uh, been going to been going to Mohawk Place a lot more recently. Like them. All right, so so for the listeners of Vinyl Divers, you got to tell people what kind of music are you playing and what was that kind of considered? This right now, I don't know, like jazz ambiance type shit. Yeah. But you have your own electronic twist on it. Are there any artists or musicians that really inspire you to kind of do this or create this? Like, he's just surrounded by keys. Like, he can close his eyes. He's 
like looks like he's fucking going hyper speed and he's literally hitting every single key right the whole time he, he's pretty smart so i don't know that's kind of what i aspire to be just like well i'll say i really like being able to like fade up and down the keyboard and not touch the wrong key the whole time and like while the song is changing keys the whole time too like that's fun well, uh, dude, I'm. I, I'll say that my personal taste of music has always evolved and been influenced by a couple by people throughout my life and in my life. And the music that I've been recommended to by you has definitely always pushed the bounds of like. You thought the last shit I gave you was crazy? Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you a couple uh couple layers say, down. Did you say the Casey stream? What? What did you just say? I said. It's like every time you introduce a new uh, a new type of music or introduce me to something else, it's always like, oh, you thought what I introduced to you last time was a little crazy? Get ready for something even way more out there. And it's always more out there and just different and just creative. And you get into this really like existential, just ambiance, just techno music that's awesome. Um, you watch The Office, right? Yeah. Well, it's periodically. I've, I've watched it periodically. Uh, uh, do you know Gabe? Uh, no, not a fan. He's like the uh, tall, skinny guy that, like, anyways, he he gets like stuck. They're like asking him, like, "Oh, you make music? What kind of music do you make?" He's like, "Imagine if you took a song, and then here's a song. You just take this one instant, and this whole one little tiny instant." the size of the entire universe. And that's my song. I know, I just build soundscapes and, you know, ideas. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of how that's I feel exactly with your stuff. <laughs> that's exactly what I do. <laughs> but it's something so different. It's just something so creative and unique. I mean, dude, like, you're onto something. You really are. Do you have any idea of putting? Do you have any plans to put it out like a mixtape at all? For real? Uh, yeah, there's plans for. Uh, uh there's plans for something completed. Yeah, hell yeah. Because I mean, right now, yeah. man, if we all have the time to, do it now. I like that. Wait, why didn't the first one? Uh, never mind. The first one didn't record. Oh, freak, freak. Let me redo. It was because of that. Nope. I fucked it up. Try again. What's the button? What do I gotta hit? R? Nice. 
should be recording. Dude, definitely. I like that. Fan kind of sucks for life. I like that. I can get. I can get with that. Uh, no, okay. So, so can we address? Can we address? the situation uh i i didn't know that this was a legit thing and i'm i'm slowly finding out so apparently kodak black is locked in over at a niagara county jail is that legit now andy speak on this yeah she says uh yeah for real he's hiding out in jail he's been tweeting from it (laughs) You know, and I was I was questioning the other day, like the dude who was talking about all the bullshit. It was like, yeah, I got sentenced for like a hundred years or something in the Tiger King bullshit. He was like, yeah, I got sentenced for a hundred years, and he's just like walking around his mansion. What? Go watch the Tiger King. I didn't see all of it. Amber uh, watched part of it with me. This show was freaking crazy and just kept getting more freaking out there. Jay, what do you got for us right now? can't do drums and bass at the same time that's a hard thing that's a hard thing i just i never thought about that drums and bass are hard together that i can't deny that that is hard I can I can damn that.
Very nice. Very, very nice. Man. What's up? I'm just picturing the color of the lights behind me when I'm on stage one day. Dude. And the fact that I can't really see anything except for like a little bit like of what's right in front of me. So like none of my shit's color coded because it's all in white just so I can see it. So I just really got to know my instrument. Got to know your shit, man. Dude, it's going to be fucking great someday. It's going to be fucking great. For real. All right, guys. Uh, Jay, dude, thank you so much for uh, calling in, keeping everyone entertained with some live music. We did a little bit of talking. Uh, well, we did a little bit of talking. While we, were all quar- while we are all quarantined, I'm guessing we're going to do this frequently, do this a little bit more. All right, man. Dude, uh, let, where can they find you on social media? Where can they get your music at? On Twitter, at Challenge Raps. You can find me on Instagram at james.co.xo. Hit me up. You heard it, guys. What Hit him need? up. What you need? What you need? What you got? I got you. He's also an aspiring chef. Uh, hit him up for some. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm an aspiring rock. I am a chef. I'm you are a chef. chef. He is a chef. He's an aspiring rock Hit him up. He will cook for you. Uh, I saw you recently did a deal where people can just kind of hit you up and be like, yo, I want this to be made, and you'll quote them if you're going to cook it for them. Anything. Basically. Anything, dude. So if they message you at on uh, your Instagram, at the... Instagram, Twitter, whatever you need in the 716, almost all the 585 area, all the way down to whatever the hell area code... Chautauqua is. You'll charge for delivery, I'm sure, but absolutely, I'll tell you, I uh, absolutely as a friend and a but fan of your cooking, worth- guys, it is worth it. It is worth it if you're in the area, you know. And I've seen him in uh, I've seen him in passing of uh, one or two times during this little lockdown, and you are extremely safe and extremely clean. So only briefly from a distance. Yep. So you know, uh, I personally. Uh, Made acquisition to nearly eighty-five percent of Buffalo's fine dining menus and recipe books from the back of the house. Oh, very nice. So, uh, whatever it is you could possibly want. All right. What are you cooking up tonight? What are you thinking about cooking up tonight? Can you give our uh, listeners a little taste of what they're missing out on? Uh, we're gonna put a. A little teriyaki bruised chicken thighs over some uh, long grain rice and some black rice mix with a little bit of quinoa. Mix that with some uh, charred broccoli and carrots. And we're going to put that in with uh, some kimchi, sriracha, pineapple. And I'm going to scoop out half the pineapple, leave the top on. And serve the chicken and rice in the pineapple. Dude, that sounds delicious. That sounds delicious. So I'm just curious, if you were to do takeout, how much would you charge for a plate of uh, that? Generally, 
generally, uh, your typical dish runs about 20 bucks a plate, unless there's anything like a crazy. Uh, being the town that we are, kind of hard to maintain a, uh, a full stock on myself. So prices do vary based on uh, my need to shop for uh, items in the recipe. Understandable, understandable. Well, thank you so much, and uh, dude, stay safe, okay? Uh, you as well, my friend. All right, man, I will. And, uh, you know, divers, keep on listening. Check out Jay stuff, and see you next week.